Facebook has big changes in store. Google now lets you self-destruct your web history. There's a new number two smartphone maker, and I'll give you a hint, it's not Apple. Netflix delivers better sound. Plus, as always, your questions. What's going on? I'm Rich DeMiro. This is Rich on Tech, the podcast that talks about the consumer tech things I think you should know about. Joining me, as always, is producer Megan. Hello. How are you? What's going on? You know, the usual. Just living in the tech world. Living the tech dream. Living the tech dream. Um, You changed your Twitter handle, which is very exciting. I did. Yes. Um, I mean, I was inspired because you kept mentioning I should just make it producer Megan and it was available. So I went for it. And I will tell you, since you changed it to producer Megan, your (laughs) follower count has gone up. Uh, It has. I mean, I've got 20 new followers. That's huge. I know. It's very exciting. That's a big deal. So thanks for the love. All right. Well, I'll let you uh, start looking at some of the questions and um, you can kind of figure out what you want to ask first. And then I'll get into my first story here, which is Facebook. So let's talk uh, about Facebook. They had their big F8. It used to be, I thought it was the F8 Developers Conference, but now it's just the F8 Conference. Uh, 5,000 developers, creators, and entrepreneurs around the world. All the major tech companies do this. They have a big event every year where they kind of talk about what they want to do that year. They show off some new features. And Facebook showed off a lot of stuff. I mean, none of it is truly like, oh my gosh, it's unbelievable. But there are a lot of things. I'll unpack a few of them just uh, quickly here. So let's just start with Messenger. Basically, they are putting all their bets on Messenger, right? So they want Messenger to be the preferred messaging app. And to do that, they're making it simpler. They're making it faster. They're making the app smaller so it's easier to download. They're making it so you can watch. This is always funny to me. Watch videos with your friends and chat about them at the same time. Oh, yeah. Small use case scenario, I feel like. But I could, I could see how that could be fun. It's an Instagram thing, I think. Okay. Well, so that's... <laughs> okay. Um, the other thing is they're they're releasing desktop apps for both Windows and Mac, which I think is huge because that way you can finally have a good competitor to iMessage. Because right now, if you want to message with Messenger on, the, you have to use the website. Um, let's see. So Facebook itself is getting a brand new look. Have you seen this on your phone yet, Megan? No. It's like all white. It's like the blue is gone. So okay. only the, I just haven't updated, I guess. Yeah, look at the app. It's pretty crazy. Okay, I will update. Groups are front and center. And Megan, you told me you use groups, right? So you're big on yes, groups. that is all I use on Facebook. See, and apparently that's all other people use because yeah. now they're saying that this is like front and center. And I never even realized I was a part of a couple groups till they put this front and center. Now I'm like, oh, I'm part of three groups. Uh-huh. So I'll maybe, and, and I was also unclear as to my activity in those groups, if it was public or private. But if it's private, I'd be much more you know, app to post in those groups because I didn't realize that that was all private. Uh, Maybe some groups are public. I don't know. Probably. Um, This is interesting. They're going to do a feature called Secret Crush, not in the U.S., but in other countries. Maybe it'll come to U.S. later. You basically pick nine friends who you are interested in romantically, and your friends pick nine people that they're interested in romantically, and if any of you match, you'll get, like, a secret crush. So it'll tell you... You two like each other. Right. It's kind of like third grade. Oh, that's cute. It is. Um, And I think it's smart because, you know, if you have someone on your list and you're like, oh, man, if only, if only. Yeah. Now you know. And I think the only danger of this, it's kind of how they implement it. What if you just pick like nine new people every day and you're just basically fishing to see if like any of your friends have a crush on you? 
right? There must be a way that they're, oh, they're stopping yeah. you from, like you can only change it once a quarter or something. Right. Right. Uh, the other thing about Instagram, they are, well, the other cool thing about Facebook is they are helping you meet new friends. So not just like dating and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're basically doing the equivalent of dating, but for just like new friends in general. So, well, I, I think it's this, cool. it's similar with like groups as you can meet people through groups on Facebook. So that makes sense. Like, and a lot of the people that are unearthing are going to be from your groups. So they're yeah. going to be like, you both like wine and books. Like you should be friends. That's like everyone though. <laughs> yeah. Well, true. Mostly Netflix and books for a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> and finally with Instagram, you're going to be able to hide likes. They're testing this in Canada. No word if it's coming to the U S but that's a big one too, because I'm kind of torn on that. I see the appeal of it for, you know, in high school, I could understand why you'd want that a hundred percent. Like you don't need, if you're a student in seventh grade, you don't need to see like how many likes someone has on a picture. Mm-hmm. If you're someone like me, that's kind of like, you know, a public figure. I understand why likes are important on yeah. my posts because people like to see what's popular, what's not. I like to see what resonates. The person posting will still be able to see the likes that they get, but you kind of have to request them. So it's not like a parent. You have to like go in and like take one extra step. So Yeah. Very interesting. Anyway, this is all happening. yeah, lots of stuff uh, Facebook is doing. That's, that's from their F8 conference. Next week, by the way, is Google. So I'll be up there to uh, see what they have in store. And then after that, it's Apple. So lots of new news from these folks. Personally, I get really frustrated with all this because I just want the new features today. I don't want to yeah. wait. And they always make you wait. Yeah. All right, Megan, producer Megan, do you have a question for me? I do. Um, so this first question comes from Jill. Um, subject is recommendation for a smart TV. Can you recommend a great smart TV? We want to cut the cord. Thank Ooh. you so much. This is always a popular question and people don't really buy TVs more. <laughs> like it's like a once every like 10 years kind of thing, right? Yeah. So I think the, the most popular I'd say, or the, the common kind of answer for this right now is the TCL six series. Remember we did a segment on it here at mm-hmm. KTLA. So this, this TV is, is super popular because it's a great TV. It's a 55-inch TV that has everything you need, 4K, all the streaming apps. It's got Roku built in, so you get all the streaming apps. You get um, great color. This you, is what I have. Oh, you have this one? Yeah, I. but not the 6 Series. I think it's the 5 Series the year before, okay. but it's amazing. I and, love it. And they're still selling the 4 Series. I mean, yeah. I see people at Costco buying that. But the best part about this TV is it's a great value. So you're talking $649.00. For the 55-inch, $999 for the 65-inch, $1899 for the Mm 75-inch. So when I get my next TV, it will definitely be a 65-inch screen because the 55-inch is is cramping my style a little bit right now, (laughs) even though I thought that was huge when I first got it, right? Yeah. So let's see what it is on Amazon. Those are the suggested retail prices. On Amazon, the 55-inch 4K Ultra HD Roku Smart LED TV from TCL, is five hundred twenty-one dollars. Wow, that's amazing. Seventy-five inch is fifteen hundred and sixty dollars. All right, great question. Love that question. TVs are just—they're getting better and better, and they're also getting cheaper. Yeah, with time, like everything, is, with all yeah. the technology. But you know, you—you you gotta. I—I I, I like that because it's a great value. You know, like that's totally. the thing. So if you want the best, probably Sony. If you want the second best, I'd say Samsung. If you want the best OLED, go with LG. But I think you'll be happy with the TCL. All right, so Google is doing this new thing where obviously you know that Google keeps track of everything that you do in your life, whatever you search for, whatever you watch on YouTube, 
wherever you drive. It, it is collecting everything about you. And for the most part, that's actually a good thing in a lot of ways because, you know, why do you think Google, when you search, comes up with the right answer pretty quickly? Because when you start typing the words into that search bar, it's using all the data it knows about you. So when you start typing, you know, um, tropical, it already knows that you're looking for a tropical cruise versus a tropical drink, right? Based on your search history. So it might put tropical cruise, Bahamas, tropical cruise, you know, Antarctica. Uh, Antarctica doesn't, <laughs> those don't really go what? together. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? See, Google yeah. is smart. So, so it knows. And the reason why it knows is because of all your history that you give to it. Well, you can always go in and kind of delete some of this stuff out of there. And clearly people are very, you know, concerned about what Google knows about them. Well, now Google is letting you automatically scrub your search history. So you can choose a time limit that they keep it between three and 18 months. And after that time, Google will just go ahead and get rid of it, which I think is fine. I mean, they don't need it. I know. But see, the way I feel, I kind of love the idea of all this history that I'm leaving on the web uh-huh. in like 20 years. I want to look at it. You know, like oh, even yeah. with pictures, I noticed this. It's like you forget that you took this picture of your kid, uh-huh. you know, all these little things. And like, I don't know, maybe I want to know what I was searching for back in, you know, 2018 when I'm 60. You know, I think that might be interesting. Yeah. Like new Motorola smartphone, you know what I mean? With like 4K video and we're at like 25K. So I don't know. I mean, but I think 18 months is a good amount of time, but I don't know. I mean, anyway, I'll tell you how to do it. So you go Mm -hmm. to Google account, which is on your Android phone, or you can find it on your iPhone under the Google app. Go to data and personalization manage your activity controls then choose web and app, app web and app activity and then choose to delete automatically and select the time frame that you want and then say confirm so this is these directions are from the next web i tried to do this on my phone i don't have it just yet google says it's rolling out in the next couple of weeks so if you try those directions and they don't work try again in a couple of weeks because this is rolling out to everyone. So I don't know. Let me know what you think. Uh, you're going to you're gonna do this? I, I'm kind of torn. I don't want to... Sounds like you're not. I don't want to obliterate my history. Like, I, I yeah. like history. And I yeah. I feel like it's one of these things that, like, in the future, I might be like, oh, it would have been nice to see, like, all that stuff. Or yeah. even my location history. Mm-hmm. Like, so if you get rid of that, like, I love my location history because it tells me everywhere I've been in the world. Totally. And I love going to Google Maps and, like, looking at my timeline and being like, where did I go in New Zealand? Because I forget. It's been so many mm-hmm. years. It's all on there. If that's obliterated, I feel so sad. I never thought of the history, like, your past history to be like that. You know, it's like a photo album. Exactly. And I know everyone's scared of, like, their history on Google. But, like, the reality is, I don't know, there are some fun aspects to having all that stuff. All right, yeah. Megan. Next question. Okay. Uh, next question has to do with internet and Wi-Fi. It comes from Joyce. She says, hi, Rich. I have AT&T for my internet and my Wi-Fi, which is wireless. Can you tell me what I could buy to illuminate that $60 bill every month? I do stream Netflix. I cut my cable cord and bought an indoor antenna so that I could get my local channels and Roku for entertainment which costs me less than a month of basic cable. Now I would like to get rid of my AT&T monthly bill if I can. I have smart TVs and I have an iPhone. I hope you can help me with something that I don't know anything about. Joyce, Joyce, right? 
Joyce. Okay, uh, not going to happen. You can't, you can't, Joyce, you can't have the best of everything without paying for anything, right? So there is no magical formula for getting streaming content without an internet connection. And what you're talking about is you're, you're referring to AT&T Wi-Fi, but I'm assuming you mean you have AT&T internet in your house and it's yeah. coming through your Wi-Fi. And I get this question a lot, actually. People cut the cord and they want to know, like, how do I get rid of my internet bill? And I'm like, you can't. And the cable companies know this, which is why they love when you cut the cord, because guess what happens when you cut the cord? Your internet prices go up, Mm -hmm. and they go up and up and up, just like cable prices did back in the day. So I know I started out at like, gosh, I think it was like $35.99, then I went up to $45, now I'm up to $65 a month for internet, because Spectrum knows that like that's the only thing I get from them. What am I going to do? Go somewhere else? Maybe, but I don't feel like dealing with that. So Joyce, you really can't get rid of your Wi-Fi from AT&T. I will give you some hope for the future, though. So you've got two things happening. Number one, the wireless companies, and AT&T included, they're all building these 5G networks. So eventually, you will be able to subscribe to 5G for your home internet, depending on how they structure things. But Verizon has already tried this in LA in a very small area. Um, but T-Mobile has plans to do this. AT&T hasn't really said they're going to do this, but the reality is 5G will be so good that eventually you will be able to replace your home internet with 5G. And now it will be from the same people, AT&T, T-Mobile, Verizon, perhaps Sprint, but the reality is you'll have more competition. Right now, when it comes to these fixed lines that come to our homes, we generally have one to two options, and this will give more options. It'll be from the same giants, but hopefully the prices will be a little bit more competitive, Mm -hmm. and you can kind of hop around easier because there are so many more options. So that's a ways off, though. We're talking like two to three years from now, I'd say. Maybe in LA a little bit sooner, but that's kind of like the bigger picture. The other thing to look forward to is um, satellite internet, like laser internet that Elon Musk wants to do. So he's launching all these satellites right now around the world that will beam internet. I don't know how fast or good it's going to be. Hopefully it's good, but that's another option. So I'm trying to give you a little bright side in the future. Would not be free. Okay. No, nothing's free, Megan. You know that. No, I know. I know. It'd be... Internet is like water. Yeah, they know. They got you. Yeah. To me, like what would you rather have turned off in your home, the internet or the water? Uh... The internet. Okay. I want to be able to shower. Well, I'm just saying for like what a day. What would you? What would you do? Uh, I, I, well, I'd say probably, <laughs> yeah, internet. I hate when the water's off. Yeah. It is. It's. I know we're sounding very first world right now, but sorry. Yeah. yeah. All right. Smartphones. This. These numbers are just wild. So, in the U.S., when you think smartphones, you think Samsung and Apple, right? And for the most part, you really think Apple. A lot of people, it seems like Apple has a lock on the U.S., right? And then Samsung, of course. Now, these are numbers from uh, IDC. Number one, smartphone shipments in general are just down, down almost 7% year over year. So what does that tell you? It tells you that everyone who has a smartphone pretty much has one at this point, and it's just kind of like shuffling the deck, like rearranging the chairs. Like, I want this, I want a Samsung, now I want an Apple. And I, want, I have an Apple, now I want a Samsung, blah, blah, blah. Um, the companies are just... No one's doing very well except for the Chinese (laughs) companies. So um, let's just go with Samsung. They saw volumes drop 8%. They still shipped 71 million phones in the first three months of 2019. That's pretty good. That's a lot. Uh, They are the number one in the smartphone market. The Galaxy S10 is doing really well for them. But here's the deal. Number two is now Huawei. This is the Mm -hmm. Chinese company that like, basically America is at odds with because they think they're spying on us so we can't buy their phones. (laughs) But the rest of the world loves their phones. Yeah. And they're number two now. 
they uh, they're here's the crazy part about them. They have a year over year growth of fifty percent, which means they're growing fast. That's wild. Yeah. Now they only sold fifty nine million phones in the first quarter. Okay. But they have a nineteen percent market share. Now here's Apple, lovely Apple here, U.S. company. Uh, they had a challenging first quarter. They only shipped thirty six million phones. So think about that. They shipped thirty six million. Samsung right. did seventy one million, almost double. But you know, there's a lot of different. You know, Samsung Factors. makes a lot of different phones. Yeah. Um, yeah. But here's their decline, 30% year over year. That's crazy. I mean... So it feels like, are people switching to different phones? Are they, are they just kind of, they, they're happy with their iPhone? Who knows? Mm-hmm. But they did try to do some trade-in deals. Clearly, consumers didn't really care. Mm-hmm. Um, the other companies on this list, Xiaomi, Vivo, and Oppo, which are all, I believe, Chinese companies. I know Xiaomi is, and Vivo and Oppo are, I believe, are all China. Anyway... Wild, huh? All right. So just I just like to do that because it gives you a little perspective because yeah. in America, we're so America-centric and iPhone and iMessage, but there's a whole world out there. Right. And Samsung is dominant in that world. Huawei now really dominant. Apple actually has to catch up, which is crazy. I'd Will they never, do it? Yeah. And I'd never heard of Huawei yeah. up until recently. Yeah. So. You don't hear about them much in the US, but they have a really nice phone. Yeah. Uh, so speaking question. of Huawei, I do have a question and this was on Twitter. Um, from Peter John, he asks, here in Canada, Huawei 30 Pro is being promoted heavily. It has a Leica camera. Leica. Leica. What can you tell me about Huawei phones? What can I tell you? Oh, great question. <laughs> what a good segue. So, I mean, here's the deal. Um, Huawei, in my time that I've tested them, they give you, it's kind of like Samsung. They give you a lot of bang for your buck, right? So they have very premium phones. I personally, the last time I tested one of these was like a year or two ago. And it kind of like, it's, it was good, but it wasn't their best. Like I have not tested their last one, which I think was the P20 Pro. And now they have the P30 Pro. Okay. So these phones, when I look at my friends on Twitter and Facebook and YouTube talking about these phones, they cannot say good enough things. Basically, I'm looking at the website DxOMark, which kind of ranks all the mobile phones. Huawei P30 Pro is number one with 112 score out of 100. Or no, it doesn't, I guess it goes over 100. Um, Samsung Galaxy S10 is number two. Then the Huawei Mate 20 Pro is number three. Huawei P20 Pro is number four. Samsung number five. Then Xiaomi and then Apple. What? So yeah. So you're talking their phone, according to this website, is one, one two, three, four, five steps above the iPhone XS Max, which is what I carry, and I think it's pretty darn good. That is crazy. Yeah. So what can I tell you is go out and get it. <laughs> yeah. I, I missed his name. What was oh, his name? Oh, his name is Peter John. Peter. Peter From Vancouver. Okay. So yeah, go out and get it. I mean, if yeah, you're... I if want your it. country... I do too. So I actually was going to email Huawei to get a sample to, to check out because I'm getting so many questions and interest. I just want to see for myself. Like, totally. is this thing really this amazing? Like, people just rave about it. The only downside I could see from my standpoint is I've used their software and I'm not a huge fan of it. Mm-hmm. But Samsung has a lot of their software on it and I'm not a huge fan of that, but I kind of manage. And so, you know, I'll do anything for a good camera. Yeah. This is a dumb question. Yeah. Is Huawei, are the Huawei phones considered Androids? Yes. Okay. Huawei is Android. They okay. Make, Got so it. basically like in the world at this point, there's only Android and iOS. Like there's really okay. not another phone type at this point. Mm-hmm. So there's, there used to be Windows phone, mm-hmm. Windows mobile, and 
there might be one I'm forgetting that if you guys are listening to the podcast and you, you know, hear one that I'm forgetting, let me know. But I, Android and iOS is basically it at this point. Um, Speaking of, uh, I guess we'll keep the trend going with mobile stuff. Yeah. But I thought this was, I I always find numbers, I'm a numbers guy. I love numbers. Even though I don't understand them, I'm like a big math person. I just love knowing things that are numbers based, right? And so this is, uh, this is the latest numbers when it comes to smartwatches. And I know, Megan, you're thinking of getting a smartwatch. Every time yes. we talk about them, I could see you're like, yes, I'm like, I one need one. I need one. <laughs> so I always love to know kind of like who's doing well in the smartwatch area. And we know who's doing number one. Apple. Yeah. yeah. So they're their king. Okay. Right. And then so, Samsung. I don't know. That's a guess. Yes. Samsung's number two. Okay. And actually, hold on. Let me see. Quarter one. Yeah. And then Sam- Google. No, see, that's okay. See, that's interesting you say that because Google really has no smartphone game or smartwatch game right now. Do they so have one? They, they don't have guessed. their own. They have, um, okay. they make, they make smartwatch software called Wear OS. And mm-hmm. so far it hasn't caught on in a huge way. They bought Fossil, like part of them, you know, Fossil. Right. So they bought, I think part of Fossil like last year. And so they're trying to do that. But when you look at like, okay, so let me just go through the numbers. You've got Apple at number one with 35% market share in the first quarter. Then you got Samsung with 11%. So for every, this thing, this article, this is, um, let's see, who is this that I'm reading off? <laughs> I should know the source. <laughs> Counterpoint Technology Market Research. So they say that one out of every three watches sold is basically an Apple watch, which wow. makes a lot of sense. That's the one you see yeah. everywhere, right? I mean, yeah. A lot of people have. Everyone. I just saw, like, just among parents, you know, because that's who mostly I hang, hang out with. It's like, I just couldn't believe, like, all of a sudden, I'm just seeing on every wrist an yeah. Apple Watch. Like, it went from, like, zero to, like, oh, my gosh. Totally. Zero to 100. Number one feature is really the health features. And I love, I went for a jog run yesterday. And it's just, I've tried a lot of these devices. And the Apple Watch is just amazing. It truly yeah. is, like, I, I think it's better. I actually like it better than the iPhone, to be honest, at this point. Like, wow. Yeah. That's a big statement. I know. Okay, so I think the iPhone does I more. need to order. But when I sit there and like think about like if I ever had to give up the iPhone, like what I'd I'd feel bad giving up the Apple Watch. iPhone yeah. I can switch to Android, no big deal. I right. love Android. But the Apple Watch, you can't get a lot of the features in a in such a nice way in other places. So let me just go through the rest of them. You've got Samsung at eleven percent, you've got iMoo next at nine percent, then Fitbit at five percent. Then Amazfit, Huawei, Fossil, Garmin, and all others are 27%. So basically what this tells me is that Apple has a lion's share yes. and everyone else is just getting scraps right now. So that also tells me there's a big opportunity here mm-hmm. to make a great smartwatch. Mm-hmm. So Google has a huge opportunity. A lot of people are saying they might make something called the Pixel Watch, which is like their version of a smartwatch, you know, mm-hmm. for like, because think about it, if you have an Android phone, you have to either go with a Samsung smartwatch, which their latest one, the Galaxy Watch, we saw, yeah. is really beautiful. Yeah. Like, I would consider that one. And then after that, it really drops off pretty fast. They're like, what's your other option? A Fitbit? Fitbits don't really integrate with the operating system as well, but they have nice functionality. Mm-hmm. They're not as, like, sexy, though. You know, like, the, the, the Apple Watch is really nice. I think the Galaxy Watch is, like, sexier, like a nicer device. Mm-hmm. And then the Fitbit is kind of like a... I track your steps, you know? <laughs> and that's it. It's kind of like the frumpy, you know? <laughs> The like... It's the frumpy friend. The loser. Oh, the sw- sorry. The loser of the watches. Yeah. All right, Megan? Yes. How many... Do you have another question for I me? I do. I have another question, and it's actually... Um, 
relates to Blackberry, mm, mm, which is mm, kind mm. of, oh, are you okay? I took a sip of water. Hold on. Sorry. What? <laughs> Blackberry. Blackberry. What are we? Well, it's a Blackberry user, which is okay. shocking in and of itself. And this is from Terry. Um, it's about switching from the Blackberry to a new phone. Hi, Rich. I have a challenging question after you stop laughing, which obviously you already did. I already spit my water out. <laughs> uh, yes, I still have a Blackberry and I love it. However, I know it's getting to the end of its life. I currently have the Z10 and have had three or four Blackberries previously. I do not want an iPhone. Do you have a suggestion for my next phone? I do a lot of biz on my phone. Not too concerned about video or live stream. I currently do not use Facebook on my phone either. Thank you in advance for your time, effort, and all the reports on KTLA. Avid watcher, seven days, and a fan. Wow. That's like one-two punch. Terry, thank you. So interesting. I can't believe you've held on. What what model? Blackberry? Z10? Um, the Z10. I don't even... I gotta Isn't look that Isn't that the up. one that Kim Kardashian like has bought like a hundred of? Oh my gosh. I th- Because really? she loves it so much. She still uses it. The black. Oh my gosh. The Z10. Okay. So this was kind of... Okay. So this is actually a newer Blackberry. Like this okay. was... New this, as of what year? Um... Oh my gosh, let me see. I'm looking on Amazon and I'm trying to see like when they came out with this first available. Um, oh my gosh, the, the comments are from 2014. This is a long wow. time ago. Here's a, here's a picture of it. Um, but anyway, I would say, Terry, the phone that I recommend for you since you don't want an iPhone, I would look at a company called OnePlus. And I think that that's going to be your best bet because you're going to get a great phone uh, running Android amazing bang for your buck they're coming out with their new one plus seven like in two weeks oh wait can i say that yeah yeah that's public <laughs> i never you know is that so, what Luis has uh no okay there's there's some phone he has that he really likes <laughs> no i thought it was the one it's not i okay. love the one plus and i actually want to get him a one plus because one plus is amazing their camera is only here's the thing if you're a social media person like myself like trying to edit video and all that stuff like the camera leaves a little bit to be desired. Regular person, average pictures, amazing. Like, and mm-hmm. the value you get, like the best software. It's really, really fantastic. So OnePlus, um, Terry, I'd recommend the OnePlus 6 over the 6T because the 6T has no finger, has no fingerprint sensor on the back. It's in the screen, and I don't like it as much as the one in the back. But check out the OnePlus 7 when it comes out um, mid-May. Great value, or you can get the OnePlus 6 at a cheaper price. Clearly, if you're rocking a phone that's four years old, at least, you're kind of like a OnePlus 6 will be a great upgrade for you. Yeah, it's time. Thanks for the question, Terry. RIP Blackberry. How did that come in? How, how are these questions coming in? That I, was I forgot email. to ask you. That was email? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, you can send e- uh, email, hello at richontech.tv. You can do Instagram at richontech or Facebook. And what's the other one? Twitter. Yeah, you could also tweet producer Megan. <laughs> yeah, tweet producer Megan with your questions. That'll be that'll be even better. That'll that's like the shortcut to the show. Yeah. Netflix is making the audio sound qual uh, let's try that again. Netflix is making the audio sound better on their programming. TVs Ooh. and movies are go- TVs. TV shows and movies are going to sound even better. They're announcing this feature and I just absolutely love the name. I hope they paid a lot of money to research this name because it is called when we have our drum roll, please. High quality audio. I mean, really? I, wow. I mean, they could have that been like. That guy deserves a raise. They could have come up with like sarcasm. something fun. Yeah. Like glitter like, audio. Yeah. I don't know. Anything. Shiny yeah. audio. Audio shine. I don't know. Whatever. Good for the ears. <laughs> audio polish. So 
I won't spend a whole lot of time on this because it's just, I mean, I love sound. So I'll tell you this. I've got, I set up uh, in my living room the side speakers, like the surround sound, basically. It's not true, like, yeah, it's Sonos. So it's not like crazy surround sound, but I have the sound bar and then the two speakers. And I kid you not, every time I hear something out of, because not every show takes advantage of all the speakers. Some shows do, some shows don't. I've gotten so spoiled now that when I see a show takes advantage of the speakers, I am so much more into it because I love hearing the stuff like whoosh by behind me. Yeah. And I kid you not, my kid was watching a cartoon the other night that must have been optimized for net, from Netflix. Maybe they have this. Yeah. Um, and a little ghost like popped out of the corner. Like I was on my phone and I just like heard it out of my left side ear. I jumped because I was like, what is that? And it happens to me all the time. I'll hear like something like in the show that I think is like someone walking the other side of the house or something. It's pretty wild. So my point is, good sound is kind of fun to have. It's like 3D for the ear. That's exactly, that's exactly kind of right. <laughs> so they are there. So if you're a nerd, basically what they're doing is they have 5.1 audio and they have Dolby Atmos, which is really like the best, and they're upping the bit rate that you get. So they're basically sending through higher quality audio, mm-hmm. and um, I love it. And the feature also is adaptive. So the better setup you have, the better it is. And, you know, it kind of downgrades, like if you don't have like all the different stuff, they just kind of like downgrade the signal because don't forget to send through every little tiny bit of whatever you're watching or listening to on Netflix costs them money because it's going through the internet. Yeah. So if they can, you know, if they notice that your connection's not as good, they're not going to send through as much data. It's brilliant. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty smart. Smart people over at Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. Yeah. Neighbors. Neighbors. Invite us over. Yeah. We share a lot with them. That's why I'm saying. Yeah. Neighbors. It's not like well, Megan's like, it's not her neighbor. Like Mr. Netflix doesn't live next door to her. No. Um, Probably okay. do though. Uh, right. one, yeah. I mean, let's hear the question. That's, that's for another, another time. Um, anyways, next question comes from Instagram um, from Tequila Tere. Oh, she sounds fun. I ha- <laughs> She sounds like a good time. I have an app question for you. What would you recommend for an iOS as an app for dictation for minute meetings now that we are in a digital era? Now. I like now that now. we're in digital. Now we're digital. We've been in a so, digital era for a while. This is, it, this is an interesting one because I'm always looking for ways of like doing this as well because I transcribe a lot of stuff for my job. So I'm always looking for like easy ways to like transcribe interviews. So I'll tell you a couple things that work pretty well. Number one, you can just open up Google Docs. And inside Google Docs, let me just open up a new one right here so I can tell you exactly how to do this. It's amazing, by the way. You can do this on your phone or your... On your phone, you can only do it on Android because iOS, all the voice stuff is basically like Siri and she's not very good at transcription, but Google (laughs) is is amazing. So, okay, open up a Google Doc and go to tools and go to voice typing. And so I just turned that on and I'm pressing it. And literally, um, as you speak, it will show up on your screen in exactly the way you're talking, complete with punctuation and capital letters. And even if you say something like a proper term, like I went to visit San Francisco, it will show up perfectly. Now, Megan, I'm going to show you what I just did because here it is on my computer screen. You take a look at what I just did like in, in live time. That's pretty phenomenal, huh? 
Oh, wow. Wait, that's really cool. Yeah, so that's number one. I so wish you, I had that when I was like in college yeah. still and I could have like recorded classes. Yeah. Just put it up for your class, yeah. your, you know, your professor. Now, wow. is it always going to be perfect? No. Now, some people might not want that because it doesn't give you the audio as well, but you can record it separately, you know, but anyway, so I have a better solution. That's just one. I'm giving you guys a lot of options and that's also totally for the free. hard of hearing. Yeah. Like, well, they have a feature called Live Transcribe, which you can download to your mm. phone, which is also another way. But that's kind of separate from what yeah, I'm talking about right, here. Right. Um, but that's really cool. We saw that demoed, and it's amazing. Google has very good voice to text, mm-hmm. or hold on, speech to text recognition. Text. Yeah, voice text, whatever. So the second one is called Otter.ai, and this is amazing because um, it's basically the same thing, but it's meant for meetings. Like we should actually do this for the podcast because. It, you just set your phone up and you have it running and it just literally transcribes everything you say and it time codes it and it even splits up the speakers. Oh, so you wow. can see like when I say something and when you say something and it's otter.ai. I thought it was going to be a paid thing, which it is, but you do get 600 minutes free every month. That's and really what's cool, cool about this is it keeps both the audio and the text. So oh. I think that's going to be good. Now, if you want to pay, it's $8.33 a month. If you do it annually, hold on. Monthly is $10 a month. So and that's for unlimited? That's for, uh, let's see, is it unlimited? 6,000 minutes a month. That's a lot. That, I mean, yeah. if you have more meetings than that, tequila, um, tequila. that's not going to, that you need tequila to. Tequila Terre. Good question. Uh, again, it's otter.ai if you need it. Try it out. I mean, Megan, you should download it. It's really cool. Okay. Like I, I have it on my phone and it's yeah. just, it's pretty phenomenal how, how slick it is. So, um, I thought this was interesting because if you have an Android phone and you're on your computer all day like I am, if you're on if you're on iOS, everything matches up, right? If you have a Mac computer with an iPhone, everything sort of syncs, right? Mm-hmm. You get your notifications on your screen. Well, I guess not your regular notifications, but you get your iMessage, which is pretty much all you need. Mm-hmm. If you're Windows, it's a little bit tougher. You don't necessarily get all the, that same integration, but Windows 10 is now doing Android notifications via the My Phone app. So TechSpot.com reports on this. And it's only for beta users right now, but this means it'll be coming out to mo- more people. If you have a OnePlus 6, 6T, Samsung Galaxy S10, Note 8, Note 9, you download the Windows My Phone app. And not only can you mirror your screen, but you can also get all your notifications on your screen in real time, which is very handy. Yeah. So anyway, check that out. Windows cool. 10 showing your Android notifications via the My Phone app app. And I think Windows and Microsoft in general is doing a really good job of integrating into smartphones because they don't have their own mobile platform anymore. Mm-hmm. So they're really trying to get people to like see the synergy between like iOS and Windows and Windows and Android. So one more way. All right. How many more times? I think we have time for one more question maybe. Okay. Um, so this is an interesting question uh, from Jeanette. Uh, she asks, this was an email. Is there an app that can tell me what the building is, what kind of bird I saw, etc.? Mm. Okay. <laughs> Do you want me to ask that again? Um, what, what is was... there an app okay. that can tell me what the building is, what kind of bird I saw, etc.? Okay. Oh, okay. And who is this? This is from Jeanette. Jeanette. And how did this one come in? Email. <laughs> I thought this would be like a message in the bottle. <laughs> I got it. Jeanette. Jeanette. Okay. So, um, interesting. So, I there wasn't, there are some, 
what she's talking about, I think, is like basically these apps that can kind of recognize objects. And mm-hmm. I think there's a whole bunch of specialized ones for like plants and stuff. But look, it, we're, we want the holy grail of apps, right? Which is you aim it at anything in the world and it tells you what it is, right? Yeah. It tells you what the text is. It translates that text. It tells you what kind of bird that is, what kind of insect. How many times have you seen a bug around the house? You're like, is that a black widow? Yeah. Right? Yes. Wouldn't you love to be that able to scan? That happens to me so often and I wish I could like tell and I can't tell. No, I don't no, even there's know. There's a lot of I, spiders in my yeah, house. Yeah, and nobody, you got to get the spider. I the, hate spiders too. I know, too. well, it's funny that it's, this always cracks me up. Like we live in a world where like literally we're in a world, right? Like there's, yeah. there's trees, there's animals, but like anytime they invade our space, like not even a tiny cool. spider, it's, it's not, not cool. cool. It's like game on. Like if there's a fly in my house, I will literally stop anything I'm doing to get that fly. Well, how about when you're going to sleep and you see a spider oh. crawl out of your covers? Oh, and that's not good. Yeah, that happened to me once. Um, how about this? Do you ever pick up a piece of clothing from the floor and a spider falls out yep, of it? I've had that happen. Okay, that's the scariest that's one because can you imagine putting that on? You put on a shirt yeah. and a spider inside. My dad had a spider. Ha- okay, there, we have a spider problem. <laughs> Clearly. Had, he had a spider hanging off of his shirt. Clearly, last it's week, the arachnophobia it. at the. Um, <laughs> McMonagle. The producer Megan House. <laughs> producer Megan House. <laughs> um, okay, so I think the answer to this is there is not one easy answer. I think there's a bunch of specialized apps, but the thing that might work the best. Um, Jeanette for a lot of these things is Google Lens so I would um, get Google Lens there's a lot of different ways you can get it you can get it inside the Google search app on iOS you can get it inside Google Photos you can get it inside just look up Google Lens and there's a lot of different ways to get Google Lens there's not like a specific app I don't think let me see yeah okay oh I could have just looked at the website so it's on everything I just said it's on the (laughs) Google Assistant in iOS it's on Google Lens. Oh, they do have a, an app in the App Store. I did, in the uh, Google Play. I did not realize that. I got to get that. And then they also have it built into Google Photos. And some phones have it built in. Like I know OnePlus has it built into the camera and so does... Um, what's the other one? OnePlus. Did I say that? Uh, or did I say OnePlus? OnePlus and LG. They both have yeah. it built into their cameras. Apple should be next. Um, <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that one. <laughs> they don't care. Just a quick, uh, two quick notes. If you watch TV, uh, Apple TV channels is adding HBO. So Apple TV channels is kind of like their idea where you can get all your premium services in one place that you subscribe to through Apple TV, the app. It's very mm-hmm. complicated, all their naming conventions. But you can now subscribe to HBO for 15 a month. Nothing new about that. A lot of people log in using their cable or they have HBO Go. The cool thing about this and what sets it apart is two things. Number one, you can get a one-week free trial of HBO. So if you want to watch, like, binge on Game of Thrones for a week, take yeah. some vacation, get a free week through the Apple TV app. Yeah. The second thing is they have support for offline downloading. So that's oh. something you haven't had before with HBO. Basically, you had to stream it. So I kind of find that really interesting because I would love to download a bunch of shows for like the plane that you can normally to say, watch. Yeah, if you're going to fly somewhere, that like would be really helpful. China. Like China. <laughs> yes. We'll talk about that later. Um, and finally, uh, YouTube is um, streaming 13 games, 13 MLB games for the 2019 season. And I love this. 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 Here's the thing about all these like streaming things. They're a pain in the ass, right? Like, I mean, Amazon has like, well, Amazon has like a couple of football games. I'm supposed to say but. Oh, sorry. It is a pain in the arse. <laughs> in the behind. So it's just like, 
it's every one of these things is just like so overly complicated because of ads, right? Yeah. They want to be able to serve up ads and they don't want to make it like available on like YouTube. Like to me, YouTube is everywhere. YouTube is on every single device in the world. So now you can watch this MLB game so easily by just mm-hmm. calling up YouTube. Now, it's only going to be in the US, Canada, and Puerto Rico. So, but again, it'll be on the youtube.com slash user slash MLB. So I just love the idea that's in that player. You know, yeah. like the YouTube player is the best. It's yeah. the perfect like web streaming player. So if you can have all your content, like if I could have all my stuff through there, that'd be amazing. It's just so simple. It's so simple. It works. They're clearly the leader in video, so they know what they're doing. Netflix is also pretty good, but I think YouTube is a little bit better to me. Like right. they don't play as many games with you like Netflix. Netflix is always just trying to get you to watch something that you've never heard of. Yeah. And it auto plays while you're browsing. Like, why? They just have a lot of weird content. A lot of weird content. And you yeah. don't know of it. You've never heard of it before. Right. So, and there's no like ratings or anything there. So you can't tell, like, is this popular? Is this not popular? Like, oh, I just Google it and like look right, at but, like the Rotten Tomatoes. And then it's most likely not that great. So then I don't watch. <laughs> yeah. It's usually like 30%, right? Yeah. 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 But that's what I'm saying. They make it so hard for you to do that. I'm, yeah. YouTube, you can see how many people watched it. Comments, you can see how many comments. You yeah, can see how many likes, subscribers, yeah, likes, everything. Totally. So that they're hiding. Netflix does this on purpose. They hide stuff from you because they're trying to trick you into watching their garbage. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that they have all garbage, but... <laughs> Didn't we say that we liked Netflix? We like, love Netflix. Literally 10 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> we love Netflix. Love them. Um, <laughs> so great. Can you believe it? Another show in the can. Oh. Just like that? That was fast, huh? That went by so fast. I know. It was very fast. Just like a, um, like a, yeah, like just really well done show, Megan. Thank you. There's a, there's um, a compliment right there. Oh, you want to read the compliment? We have time for a we compliment. Have, we, we, Go ahead. we always have time for a sure. compliment. Go ahead. We'll end okay, it on a high so note. Okay, so this, this next compliment is so nice. Comes from Barry Candle. Cool last name. Um, Rich, love your new format for the podcast. Pros, no more phone calls. Mm. Cons. You are not on enough. Wish you did podcast more often. Love your producer, Megan. Oh, that's why you wanted to read it. Okay, I see. <laughs> no, no, we both got some That love. was like my first like... Yeah, like love, call out. Like nice, you know, compliment. Found you on Tech Guy's show. Great find. Oh, he found me. A lot of people find me through Leo, which is funny because yeah. I fill in for Leo Laporte and then people find me because they're like, oh, this guy podcasts too. So um, thank you. Barry. That was, Barry, that was such a nice um, email. I love that. Just yeah. out of the blue. And I love that he mentioned you. It's interesting. He doesn't like the phone calls. So I don't. maybe we won't bring him back. Yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of like this format, by the way. Like the email questions, because right. I get so many questions via email. Let's just, you know. Anyway, hello at richontech.tv if you have a question for me. Thanks so much for listening to the show. Please subscribe if you haven't done so already. All you have to do is search Rich on Tech in your favorite podcast app. If you have an iPhone, that could be Apple Podcasts. If you have Android, it could be Google Podcasts. There's also Pocket Cast, which is great and works on all platforms. And Overcast is a fantastic iOS podcasting app as well. You'll find us in any of those or anywhere you listen to podcasts. The name of my book is 101 Handy Tech Tips for the iPhone. It's available right now on Amazon in paperback. And don't forget to sign up for my newsletter at richontech.tv. Producer Megan, how do you feel today's show was? I thought that was great. Yeah? Yeah. And your new Twitter handle, share it. It's at Producer Megan. With an H, M-E-G-H-A-N. So easy to find producer Megan now. Um, Let her know what you think of the show. Uh, Thanks so much for listening. I'm Rich Demiro. Have a great day. We'll talk to you real soon. 